0: When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down, you can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays, I like teasers, and take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw Quick. Carries a one-time rollover. Can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team. It gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, Lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.
2: TGIF thank goodness it's Friday because today we are going to go over the game plan for the Baltimore Ravens I got the one and only John Chapman here stick around happy holidays to everybody out there let's get this party started baby going on 49er faithful in the words of travis king ride with me what's good everybody it's your host wayne breezy john chapman is in the building john how you feeling on this wonderful fantastic fabulous friday
0: you know it's it's funny because this week is like this is it's christmas man it's christmas and it's our third game of the year, I believe, is what they call it, right? Like, we have oh, one against oh, the Cowboys. Oh. There yeah. we go. We got one for each one of Santa's ho-ho-hos. And so we had one versus, you know, the Eagles, the Cowboys. Now we get another game of the year against the Ravens. I'm excited. I'm a little under the weather, but that ain't going to stop me from being here with you today, man. Talking Niners. I'm pumped about this
2: i love it man i love it we got to give a shout out to the to the breezy bunch and the countdown crew members uh or whatnot because they are in the building early tis the season jacks knox with the uno meaning that she was the first person in the chat nick i'm sorry you got beat out my man nick nice 21 we got to give jacks knox the air horns for being uno but, Nick, you were close second, bro, man, close second. I love it when they get in here first because they just start talking an hour before the show starts, bro. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so funny. Red Jet Shell is in the building says good morning to the chat. Uh, let's see what other breezy bunch of members we got in the crew. I see a lot of green, a lot of green. Fair, what's going on? Fair, my man Manley's in here. 49ers Throwback is in the building as well. I see Big Papa in the building. There's my boy Terrence is in the building. Michael Pickles in the building. My man Oscar. Not the grouch, but the no. one and only Oscar, the great Oscar is in the building. We're going to be doing something special a little bit later. Speaking of Oscar, we got to give him the air horns. He just gifted five give Wayne Breezy memberships. Wow. This is going to be okay. I got to break these down. All right. So we got to break these down. Mickey is now a member. Edwin Austin, Rob D. Is it Amin Morris? And then Dez Gomez, they are now members of the Wayne Breezy Bunch. I love it, man. Appreciate you guys. Shout-out to Oscar, man. Yeah. Isn't yeah. he?
0: And, you know, on top of that, I, I've been talking with Oscar, too. He wants to give away a tailgate package to somebody that's coming out to our first playoff game. So, um, you know, if, if you want to, we don't even have tickets up on this yet because I'm waiting to see where we're going to be at.
2: Wow. But if
0: you are 100% coming To the 49ers playoff game Whether that's you know probably going to be The divisional round but whatever that is And again if you're not coming to the playoff Round I need you to just like Abstain from this question the first one to Answer it correctly you come party With us Uh, but here's the question And again you want to do it
2: now You want to give it some time you
0: tell me. You tell me. I, I
2: say. Let, sure. I, I say. Let's let's give it. Let's give it fifteen. We are going through the formalities. You We're know. Gonna let it
0: simmer. We're going. Everybody
2: is. It yeah, no. It's just got a lot of CP time. People showing up to the chat. Like you know what I mean. So I, I want to make sure that then because when you create something right off the dome, it's almost impossible to answer. So I can't wait because I'm going to try to guess too. I want to come for the, to join for free <laughs> as well. Jack Knox with the super chat contribution. <laughs> She says, Merry Christmas, family. I hope you guys enjoy your family. Love, Jack. Jack, thank you so much for the Sweet super chat contribution. Very much so. Niner Faithful Fantasy is in the building with the yo, yo, yo. Ho, ho, ho. Colin is in the building. Nigel's in the building. All right, guys, let's get down to the get down. John, uh, not too much 49er news going on. A couple of things have happened, some transactions and things like that. But I can't start the show without talking about what actually went down so let me go ahead and remove this graphic john this is the madden uh challenge now i i I, i've been doing some research i've been watching professional gamers that do this for life right and i tried to figure out and kind of mirror what what they're doing and so i changed the quarters to 10 minutes and john when i tell you the first 20 minutes of this stream was a bunch of these words It was a bunch of them. And then, because it was so realistic, John, it was so realistic, 49ers get the ball first. They end up hunting the ball. Then they let the Ravens score first. And then the Niners have to go out on defense again. And and then it just went, I was like, okay. But there was a button. The name of the button is called the Brock button. And once they flipped the Brock switch, really they just started giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey. That's when the game started to take its turn and take its toll. And the 49ers in Madden, have won 59 to 16. And I know John, you don't put too much into this, but no, it's fun, man. I, I mean, any
0: way that we can figure out and get another glimpse into how things could go. I know that this score is pretty lopsided, but that's kind of how the 49ers have done everything up to this point.
2: Mm. They are a lot. They do pretty, do things pretty lopsided. Now that I think about it, right? Like they, 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 <sighs> Can we get a – when is the last time we, like, started off dominant and finished dominant? Like, lately we've been starting off a little slow, right?
0: Yeah, not under this regime because even if you go back to 2019 when you started out 8-0, you had a couple losses down the stretch. One of those was to the Ravens. Oh, boy. And so – 2019? Yeah, 2017. 2017, yeah, there it
2: was. Yeah, there it is. There it is. All right, we'll go ahead and get to the injury report because I know that's what's most important um, or whatnot. So let's go ahead and go through some of these injuries. Uh the 49ers, ah, these are the people that didn't practice. You got Jawan Jennings on yesterday. Jawan Jennings with the concussion, Jayvon Hargrave, hamstring, Eric Armstead, foot and knee. Nick poster rest, Trent Williams rest. Those are your vets. Elijah Mitchell, knee, Arm, burks knee, Ross Dwelly, ankle. Uh, remember he had that high ankle sprain, and then we're gonna get to some of the limited guys. But a couple, some—is this good news? The fact that Javon Hargrave and Elijah Mitchell, even though they didn't practice, they were dressed. They're closer, right?
0: So like they're starting to get into it. But again, I don't think either one of those players are going this week. I really, Ooh,
2: really, really, you don't. I think, want them to. I'm I'm okay if Mitchell doesn't go, but you really think Hargrave won't play?
0: Not if he's not practicing by today. So we're we're recording this Friday morning. Correct. If he gets practice. limited practice in today, There's then it is quite possible. If he does not, if it's the same thing, he is not going to go.
2: But the reason why I brought that up is because, like, you know, the first practice uh, on on Wednesday, no practice, like nothing, right? And then yesterday he he put the clothes on. So I'm I'm, I'm assuming today will be limited. Saturday would will be, be a ideal. full practice. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And again, we got to bump it back because usually we're playing Monday night. So Usually. And it's home. So that that helps considerably as well. Because you don't have the day of travel.
2: That's right. Yeah.
0: So that, that helps. And that's a long flight. And those flights, whatever issues you have it's going to aggravate them more whenever you get up there and you stay at that altitude for that long. Just swelling and the ankles and joints, it just takes place. It's actually a big deal. So there's a lot of things in his favor. I'm not ruling them out yet, but with defensive linemen and with somebody that's a vet like Hargrave is, if he can go, he's going to go. But if he doesn't get a limited practice in today, then I'm going to argue he's probably not going to play this week.
2: Okay. Now, I believe Armstead will be ruled out. Jawan Jennings still hasn't cleared – the concussion protocol, if Jawan Jennings doesn't clear, will we see more snaps for Ronnie Bell or more snaps from Chris Conley? Chris Conley. Or will they call up Willie Sneed? Like, who's the better blocking wide receiver out of all of them?
0: So the problem with – okay, maybe not the problem – Ronnie Bell is a tremendous blocker. His energy is A1. It's awesome. But the problem is with our slot, we do like some lamb blocks at times. Mm-hmm. We Like he has to block defensive ends. And so you don't want Ronnie Bell out there blocking a defensive end. He's a little limited there. Chris Conley's huge. Chris Conley's our biggest wide receiver on our team. He's bigger than Juwan Jennings. And so he could do a lot more of those things that are asked. So I really do think it would be – Chris Conley will take over that role. A little bit of Willie Sneed. Um, not that Ronnie Bell couldn't do it, but do you want him do you want Ronnie Bell blockage Davion Clowney on an outside toss play? Because that's what he's gonna be asked to do.
2: Right. I mean, no, I mean you you want Jawan Jennings out there, but I don't think Chris Conley's that good of a blocker. And so I would I would prefer I would prefer Bell over Conley, but if you can bring Willie Snead up and maybe inactivate Chris Conley and switch them because you want the blocking portion from your wide receivers that might be the move you make right
0: well yeah and then on top of that too we haven't seen Ronnie Bell play the slot position
2: not not like this he, year he's played he's the only played Brandon Ayuk, yes. That's it.
0: So, like, is, did they switch that up? Like, Colleen's a vet and been with the team, you know, off and on for a while. Like, he's done this role before. Understood. The Sneed's done the role before, and in the past, it's been Sneed. So, that's why I think it's going to be one of them. Not that I don't think Ronnie Bell can't do it, but whenever it comes to blocking, again, I don't want Ronnie Bell on and Clowney on those outside tosses. I don't think to- that's fair to him
2: totally understand and and as coach Cruz says this is a Jawan Jennings game we need Jennings yeah this is a game where he can like literally just be himself right I mean we did you see the blocks he was putting on in that Arizona Cardinals game bro yeah which were blocks he was missing in some of the other games which is why some of the runs weren't working clearly he went in and said (laughs) he watched the film like that's how you know when a player is watching the film, right? They go in and they kind of, like, fix it um, or whatnot. So we'll, we'll keep you guys updated on that. There is practice today. Hopefully, we'll get some updated news. Um, I know there was a question about how much longer will Dwelly be out, John, and he had the high ankle sprain, so he might be out.
0: Yeah, I think he went to IR, didn't he?
2: No, no the only he person didn't. that went to IR was Kalia Davis with the that's high right. ankle sprain.
0: Yeah, so I, I still think that's going to be some time, but that's not really – I don't think they're pressing that because no. they're just using two wide receivers anyway. And Braden Willis has looked fairly decent. Uh his last game wasn't his best, but I, I don't think they're too concerned about that. Dwelly was getting, you know, special team snaps almost only. So nothing okay. to rush back. Let nothing him get to help. rush back.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, and this is probably why they haven't made a move for Ertz because they're the 49ers are a 21 personnel team, and last week they, you know, they ran a lot of eleven. Uh, they had some 12 personnel going on where they had two tight ends out there, like uh, Charlie Warner and and uh, George Kittle on some of those blocks. It was like amazing. Like I was like, yes! You know, where they still kept the wideouts out there. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But this game is a little different because I think they're going to try to make sure, you know, when John will test, they'll probably try to keep the, 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 the weakest form of the Baltimore Ravens defense out there on the football field for the majority of the time. So the personnel's will probably be pretty much spot on for Kyle Shanahan in the formations as, as well. Um Oren Burks no no Oren Burks again, right? Like this will be hurts. another yeah.
0: That hurts big time actually. I I, I that one bothers me probably the most. Well, Hargrave is the better player, but you need short tackling this week more than ever. <laughs> Um, now, DFF did a decent job out there last week. Got to give him his flowers. He was not a glaring weakness, didn't have missed tackles. He did his job. But there's a huge drop-off from Oren Burks to DFF, and I, I don't know. Because, like, whenever you look at what Baltimore does, like, I just charted, I think it was, like, their first, like, 20 offensive plays. They're a 21-11 personnel team, like half and half. So we're going to get a lot more snaps for DFF this week going against the Ravens than we traditionally do. So that number three linebacker job is huge, and it does not look like Oren Burke's going to be out there.
2: I agree. I agree. Now you got your limited guys uh, per Cam Emin, Cleveland, Farrell. We saw him at practice. And then you got some full goal guys back, so this is good news. Uh, you get Spencer Burford back and you get De'Amador Lenore back from the rib contusion that he suffered uh, in that Cardinals game. Uh, John, let's start with uh, Cleveland Farrell uh, being out there. He he's the guy you he's the he's a starter, right? Like so he's a guy you want on the field in those base defensive downs, right?
0: Always. And if you look at what, you know, we're getting a little bit to the game plan now. The defensive end linebacker relationship is the most important one in this entire game because what they'll do is they'll leave Cleveland Farrell unblocked. If he crashes on the dive, Lamar keeps it around the edge, then the linebacker has to gap exchange and contain Lamar on the running play, or vice versa. Cleveland Farrell takes Lamar, then he gives it to the running back, and the linebacker's got to fill in the AB gap w- with the dive. So that's huge because Cleveland Farrell is going to be a guy that they purposefully line up to target and to read off of. So the fact that he's already getting limited work is great. You want him hundred percent, but it's going to be him and chase young. Th- those are going to be the two guys, Randy Gregory. That's, they're not going to be going after Bosa.
2: They're no. going
0: to be going after these guys.
2: No. And all right. So let's say he's not good to go. And so is Gregory taking this spot? Um, chase Young would chase young would start opposite Bosa. Okay. Okay. Right. I got you. Well, which is good because, I mean, you want that containment there. It just limits what the Niners do inside because, I like, I'm still nervous about the interior. Like, like I get it. Ken Law's having a great year. Understood. Uh, and then next to Ken Law, I feel like there's a drop. And that's crazy, right, because sometimes Kevin Givens supersedes and sometimes he doesn't excel well. And then now you're bringing up now you got T.Y. McGill up there now because of the injury to Khalil Davis. And so. If those guys aren't able to go, like you're you're wearing thin, so you would have to get creative. With that defensive front and i think this would be a game where you see nick bosa possibly line up in the inside or and leave chase young on the outside depending if Cleveland Farrell is out there and randy gregory is out there and things like that so it could be really interesting what we see steve Wilkes do uh not to necessarily generate pressure but to make sure that they're containing out there especially on those edges so it's gonna be good spencer burford uh good to go are you uh, will he start over feliciano
0: no, and I I don't think that I mean Feliciano's earned his his job, but you know me personally this is sidebar. I, I think the worst player for the 49ers offense or defense right now is Jake Brindle. I think he's on about five straight games of very subpar play. Subpar? So be personal, yeah, beyond subpar. I uh, think
2: it's really bad, John. It's, I mean, it's awful. It's yeah. awful. You and can't. So, so so here's what makes me nervous, um, about this because I've watched. Jake Brendel literally let a defensive tackle get to the quarterback the past three games. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery.
1: Without like getting just, in
2: its way at all. Without get, That's my scary part. That's the scary part. And Now you're dealing with their leading sack leader on the defensive front. And he has 12 sacks on the season. And the last time the 49ers struggled. See, I don't think that the 49ers struggled much against Minnesota or against uh, Cincinnati. I thought those games could have still been won either way. But the last time the 49ers struggled – the last time Brock Purdy struggled, let me put it like that, where he had a bad game, was that Cleveland game, and where did we struggle in that Cleveland game? Blocking the interior. Yeah, it
0: was that dude was everywhere, man. He was everywhere, and like, and that's the thing. So, yeah. Feliciano should start, but I kind of think he should start at center, but they haven't been able to practice it because Spencer Burford's been banked up. So this week there's not going to be any changes and I'm not even sure they would change it anyway. Uh, Forrester really believes in continuity at the center position. Brindle's just got to pick it up. He is literally costing several drives a game and his body language is starting to match. It reminds me a lot of Mike McGlinchey, Uh, you know, like in the play where CMC caught the ball, fell down, and then stumbled into the end zone, like got Mm up. Like, Brindle missed his guy wide open, but that's okay. Like, that's what they – he turns around and starts walking back to the sideline as the play's still going on. Like, he just quit. He got beat so bad, he just turned around and walked away, didn't even pay attention to what his team was doing. Now, Brock just says, that's fine, I'll do everything on my own. But it's like, man, his body language and stuff, it's starting to rub off. And that's like this is a key game for Drake Brindle's future, I I personally believe,
2: especially moving forward with the 49ers, even though they signed him to what was the deal, three years, something like that.
0: Yeah, but it's super cheap. I think he's like the 30th paid center. Like it's not a contract. And I like Jake Brindle. It's just he's not playing starter level football.
2: Well, I just think he has to get out of his own head, right? Like you get beat on a rep, then you come back and you win the next rep. I mean, that's what one on ones are for and I get that you're not doing a lot of one-on-ones but you're getting beat one-on-one right if you're getting beat by a better player okay we'll find a way to beat that player in your next matchup i mean that's what get, football's all about one-on-one matchups and then you got to play good because if you lose your one-on-one you're going to affect that 11 on 11 each and every time and god forbid if there's a great interior pass rusher your quarterback now has to scramble for his life or take the sack and now you're down a distance so like people we have to. He has to figure that out. Like he has to figure it out. He's a tough guy, but he has to get out his own head. Yeah, yeah. DeAndre Lenore is back, intact, ready to go. You got your number one and your number one B, lockdown corners out there. This is a game. We not. We you know. You know. where you look at the the Ravens, will we see Lenore on the outside or inside with him being back? Just a curious. Just a quick question for you.
0: Yeah, he'll he'll be at his full tilt. So in you know if we're at our base, which we'll be at a lot, he'll be outside. If we're a nickel, he'll be inside. And I think probably one of the most lopsided matchups this game is our corners versus their wide receivers. Which I don't have a lot of respect for their wide receiver group. I do not think that they're very good.
2: And no, and they're not. And and but can they make plays? Yes. But are they are they a good group of wide receivers? Listen, OBJ dealing with his, uh, which he, I, word is he is back at practice, but he was, wasn't was at practice due to an illness um, and things like that. So we'll see. Like, I don't think their group of wide receivers are, are as far as elite as the elite wide receivers in the league. No. But if you leave them open and Lamar is able to get the ball to him accurately... They will find a way to make some plays all right so here's the ravens um a couple of people that didn't practice on yesterday their cornerback jalen armor davis and then obviously wide receiver uh odell beckham jr uh zay flowers was limited uh, malik ham was full and then those three other guys down there ronnie stanley limited hey john you know i got a question um about their offensive line okay o- now, how how good is the Ravens offensive line and compared to the Niners offensive line? Like, like who which one is better? Um,
0: that's a good question because they're they're exact opposites. Like, okay, their their left side well, their left tackle, Stanley, is like a superb finesse pass blocker right their right side of their line from center right it's power man lindenbaum can do everything he's probably one of the top centers in the nfl for sure um but like you look at the right side with kevin zeitler morgan moses like these are some maulers even john simpson if you want to put them in there so they've got this finesse left tackle and then they've got just a whole bunch of maulers that's just kind of what they do the, the center is the hybrid of the group. Whereas if you look at us, our left tackles are hybrid, you know, all obviously Hall of Famer, and everybody else is just this, you know, lightweight finesse lineman. That's just what we got. And so I would take the 49ers offensive line, but for them running the ball as much as they do, they run it more than us. It's a perfect pairing. Like, they have built their own line to fit their needs, and it's working perfectly. So I prefer the 49ers just because of Trent. But, man, they are number two, three, and four. I would probably take over ours.
2: That's fierce. So, like, rank-wise, I, I believe the nine – are they are they higher than the Niners or lower than the Niners, offensive line-wise? If we're,
0: if we're just looking at – here, I can, I can pull it up by team.
2: Just overall, basically.
0: So if we're looking at just run blocking, yep. theirs is way better. They're ranked third. I'm sorry, pass blocking, they're ranked third, and we're ranked 26th. Um, and if I look at run blocking, we're first, which is hilarious, and they're, ble- they're eighth
2: Okay, from PFF. That's PFF. So, so PFF. overall, their offensive line is better. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but w- what's interesting is, though, when you look at the 49ers offensive line, we know that's pretty much – the weakest link to the offense itself but it but doesn't Both are ap-
0: built though to what they're to trying what, to do
2: that's what i was trying to say like they yeah. just because it's the weakest link by number wise doesn't mean it's the weakest link when you look at it look at it and watch it on film right? right because brock enables his offensive line just like lamar jackson probably enables his offensive line so it's not about having the best players at every position on the offensive line it's about having the best the players that work for what you're trying to do and maybe hopefully next year they they kind of invest a little bit more into that but they got to get the right players to do that i think there's yes you got to have a certain skill set to be on this offensive line all right john um look 49ers they did add a couple of people to to the well, they added a person to the roster let's bring that back up if you don't mind let's go backwards here on this 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 thing Majiggy. they uh they added, a a defensive tackle, and Taylor Stallworth to the practice squad. Now, adding another defensive tackle, this made sense because it sounds like our defensive tackles aren't going to be good to go. T.Y. McGill is going to be the one that's probably going to be activated to the roster, and this guy will take his spot on the practice squad, correct?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's no chance he plays this week. Right, And, you know, there's a lot of familiarity familiarity with him. He was teammates with Debo and Kinlaw um, at South South Carolina Carolina, Mm -hmm. back, I think, in 2017. So he's been around the NFL, but he hasn't played very much lately. Don't think that he's going to get called up this week, but it's just, you know, getting him ready for the future if there's another injury.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I mean, just like you said, not too much work from him. I mean, he's been in the league for a few years um, I mean, he only has four and a half career sacks, 52 tackles, um, and just a good run stuffing guy, right? Like, That's why you brought him in here to kind of like plug those holes up in the middle, like if I'm not mistaken.
0: That It's another body, uh, special teams, which could help. And just look, he, he's been around the NFL. You don't have to worry about teaching him a lot. Just plug and play if there's an issue. That's the whole idea.
2: Got you. And then they promoted running back Jeremy McNichols to the active roster, which just sounds like sounds like what, John? Like
0: Elisha Mitchell ain't going.
2: He's not coming back right now. Right. No. He's not coming back.
0: So some more 24, baby. Let's see. Yeah, Let's it's,
2: Listen, it's Jordan Mason time. It's been Jordan Mason time. Everybody's been screaming, it's been Jordan Mason time. And it's time, right? You see what yep. he was able to do on the limited snaps that he was able to get. I, You know what I liked about the Arizona game? It was funny because it was like Christian McCaffrey got a big run, right? He got an explosive. They took him out so he could rest. On the next play, it was a Debo Samuel r- screen run, right? Next thing you know, and then they took him. Uh, no, he stayed in the game, went back to the receiver spot, and then it was a Jordan Mason explosive run. It was like back to back, back explosive runs, man. I was
0: loving it, man. Like, and that's the thing. Like, whenever you can run the ball that well, it's going to be difficult this week. But if you can get those players, whenever you've got a CMC on the side or a Debo like out or whatever. That's huge. And I think that's something that Jordan Mason, this is a Jordan Mason game. This is a blue collar tough yards, maybe not like explosive plays. That's not what I'm talking about. But like, if you get three and a half yards per carry from Jordan Mason, against this defense with CMC getting a breather. That is just paramount this week to stay ahead of the chains.
2: I definitely agree. And I wouldn't be surprised. Like if Kyle wasn't setting things up, you know, you are getting down to the end of the season, you're trying to give some of your guys some rest. It's not like, I mean, CMC is looking to break a record, but I mean, does Kyle really care about records? I mean, i don't think so if he did he would have let cmc break the last record and then instead of waiting to the end of the game
0: try where was it was at the end of the game though
2: yeah but it was at the very like he wasn't trying he wasn't trying we were beating their butts and he could have easily come on and then it was the end of the game and he was like all right come on i think that was jacksonville so like i don't know if kyle cares about these these records or if he's paying attention to them. cmc needs what four more touchdowns to break the record i think he's at 23 he needs, right. 20. he needs four more, and he's at 20. We'll see what happens. He has three games to get him, uh, and we'll see how it goes down, but we're happy for all the 49er players achieving these accolades, but it sounds like their eyes are on the prize, and all they care about is getting to the Super Bowl and hoisting that Lombardi, right? Hoisting that Lombardi. Um, John, when you think of the Baltimore Ravens, um, not too much stuff is going on out there. Uh, you had The the Marlon Humphrey, uh, you know, he was playing around and said he's not worried about any of the Niners, none of the he's not worried, but apparently he was joking. If
0: he's a jokester, if people don't know who he is, yeah, he's a great dude, he's one of my favorite non 49ers, like really, really smart, does a lot for the community, but yeah, he's a jokester, man, he always has
2: great, great dude or not you gotta be careful what you say because you never know how people are going to interpret it and just because you were joking doesn't mean that people are going to take it as if you're joking and so i need people to understand like you know luckily I'm sure this is going to be a bang-bang game. John, before we get down to this game plan, uh, let's talk about the giveaway that you want to do. I know you have uh, from Oscar. I know you want to do some type of trivia. So, guys, if yeah. you're watching, it's time for the giveaway. Let's right, do it, baby. So-
0: the wonderful man, Oscar, Uh, he wanted to give away a free tailgate package, which, you know, it, once we get the dates for whatever playoff game we got, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, come party with us. So if you're not coming to the home tailgate, please don't answer, just wait. Uh, The first one that answers this correctly, I'll add your name to the guest list. You can party them, premium liquor, all you can eat food, everything. day we're going to be over in Blue Lot. Um, so here's the question. And again, you got to be coming to the playoff game. If not, don't take it from somebody else that will. Uh, Oscar's the best. Here we go. Who leads the 49ers in forced fumbles this year? The first one that comes across on my screen. We'll get the correct uh we'll get it. Not the one that comes across on your screen, it comes across different on everybody. Not that I'm trying to like trick anybody or whatever, but on my comment section because it populates just different timing. Uh, YouTube has co- cost me lots of giveaways in that in the past. Um, <laughs> and there we go. Uh the, the the names are coming across quickly. The correct answer is number five four, Fred Wars. Well, congratulations to Big Papa. He's okay. gonna be out there now. You gotta come. Now you got to come to the tailgate. So, Oscar, want to say thank you. Increasing everything for the community. That's what we're
2: all about. There it is, man. Thank you, Oscar. We truly appreciate that. Big Papa, get I get to see you again, man. I get to see Big Papa again. All right? It'll be three times in one season. That's what I'm talking about. He's Playoffs good, is going to be crazy. Great. Yeah. Great dude. Uh, great cook, too, by the way. I don't know if people... Yes. Were, yeah. Maybe he'll be chefing up that, that game. All right, let's get to this game plan. John, we're the favorites. Baltimore is not too happy with that. I don't know why, but like, what's the big like? What's the big deal? They're 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 on the road. They have to travel and play. A, they have to travel. They're going cross country. Let's think about all the factors to why they may not be the favorites. And it's not like it's a twelve point, you know, favor. It's five and a half. So break this down for everybody to make it make more sense to why maybe the Baltimore Ravens are a little upset.
0: You look at their entire season. It is not out of the realm of possibility that they're undefeated at this point. Like they have much more of a claim. Like they have, they should have won every single game that they played this year. The Baltimore Ravens, you look at the games they lost. Two of them were funky. One of the games, they just kind of just lost by like one score, but they're damn good. And they are beating everybody that they play. And so I get it. I, I totally understand. Uh, they've been the whole Lamar fiasco all offseason. Nobody wanted him, which is crazy to me. He's playing unbelievable. And whenever I go through this tape, the whole time I'm just like, damn, Lamar's good. Damn, Lamar's good. Now his stats aren't great, but when you watch the tape, it's just uncanny what this guy is doing. So if I was them, like, they got the best record of football too, just like us. They, they've won four straight. They're playing good football. So if I was them and I know what I have in that room and they're a solid team and they're much they're healthier than we are, I get it. I I I would feel slighted as well. There, these are the two best teams of football, and I don't think it's close.
2: But do you think that the point spread is that much in favoritism of the 49ers? I mean, they're at home, they have the same record, they're on the more they have the, the longer winning streak. Like, just think about the things that the 49ers have over the Ravens. And so at the end of the day, like, you, so at home you get, what, three points? It's kind of like you automatically get three? I don't know how it works yeah. why I'm asking.
0: it it's usually two and a half to three points depending on the venue. But, like, again, I'll say this. Like, it, I understand it. Like, the 49ers should be favored, and I think that this is about where it should be. But if I'm a Ravens player and I focus on what we have done, I would feel slighted. I don't think that this is a, you know, it, let me phrase it this way. The 49ers are the best team in football, in my opinion. But I spend my entire life watching these guys and it down every single play. I don't do that for the Ravens. But I did for this show. I downloaded the film. I've gone through two and a half different game films. And as I'm watching these the whole time, I'm just like, golly, this is a good team. Man, this team's amazing. There was no point where they're not winning the game. And I'm just like, holy freaking cow. Offense, defense, they're a complete team. So for their standpoint, I understand it. But whenever you look at Vegas and what the 49ers have done to good teams, that's where it gets crazy. The Ravens Mm. have not done that outside of the lions, but I don't consider the Lions a very good team, very complete team. I think they're good, but not like Cowboys or Eagles or whatever else. Like we'll, we'll let the lions deal with the lions, but the Ravens haven't dismantled great teams yet, like the 49ers have. And that's why I think the edge goes to the 49ers.
2: Lamar Jackson is 19 and one against the NFC, meaning that the only loss that has been handed to him was by the New York football giants. He's never he hasn't lost set except for that one game. Wow. Like 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 like, how? how? <laughs> like, like, how? Like, does that factor in to anything? Or do you, do you just throw all that crap away and you get ready for the game plan? Where you tell Lamar me
0: struggles is? is division matchups, division games. And it, You've got to be able to play Lamar and know what he's trying to do and try to go against that. And the 49ers do not have that on their side. Now, and I I see this, somebody asked the question, well, if the Niners weren't favored, should they feel slighted too? Yes. Like, that's the thing. That's what's so great about this game is it's the two best from the two best, like the two conferences. This is a juggernaut Super Bowl preview matchup. Like, I truly do think that these are the two best teams in the NFL right now. Yeah. Thank you, Nigel. And yeah, the 49ers would be slighted too, but. You're at home, and with what you're doing right now, both of these teams are beyond deserving. And this Agreed. is what we love about sports is, man, they get to settle on the field, and I can't wait for that.
2: I agree. Oh, it's going to be fun. agree. And 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 uh, I think Joseph says not one of the 19 and one is the Niners. No, 2017.
0: They beat he, us. He, he, they and beat they us.
2: Hated. It was Lamar Jackson. It was a rainy game in Baltimore. Uh, the difference this year, though, is they have to travel to – we California. were in Baltimore
0: that
2: year. We were in Baltimore that year, and we, we could have won that game. And the the other difference is we have Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, and CMC. Huge differences, right? So I expect him to be 19-2 and two, like Corey Lindsey said. <laughs> Corey's the man, I love it. I love it. Corey's the best. Right. I do. All right, John, we got this game planned. Let's drop a bomb on him. And I'm excited because I want to know, John, like offensively, They have the number one scoring defense in the NFL. They are stingy with points. So they might give up yards in the air. They might give up yards in the ground. Actually, they gave their ranked 10th in run defense. But, John, what's the game plan for the San Francisco 49ers offensively? How do you think they're going to attack this, I would say, heavily disguised ball type of defense they like to disguise everything that they do blitzes you name it coverages you name it
0: they're good they're they're they're, it's funny because they run an odd front they're a 3-4 team we're a 4-2 we're the most similar defenses i've seen but it's a different up front you know where it starts with the back end yeah and so their strength are stud linebackers That's the 49ers in stud safety. So that's where it kind of changes a little bit. Like they are built that way. Their corners are good. Very physical. Love to tackle just like ours. But I I do think that their corners are probably one of their softer spots. Their three defensive linemen, they're pluggers, man. Now, Matt Abuke is a different animal. But like running the ball up the middle is tough. They just plug up and take up space and then allow their linebackers to just arrange and clean up. So – You got to be steady, clean, steady, clean. This isn't, you know, 15 plus yard run season. This is four yards is a good run today. That's what it's going to be. So, you know, we were always talking about CMC, the explosives and all those things. That's why I'm saying like guys like Jordan Mason, CMC, four yard runs are everything this week. And I think it's going to be a much lower score than a lot of people anticipate. Now, I could be wrong on that. Maybe the 49ers offense is as good as everybody says that it is, but This is going to be an absolute dogfight. They run a lot of cover three. They run a lot of cover two. So if Brock can differentiate what they are dropping to, which they disguise better than anybody, he loves those out routes, man. Out routes to Iyuk is his favorite thing in the world. Those are open in cover three. Those are not open in cover two. If he can spot the difference between those and manage that on third downs, that's what I want to see. So when you get a few shots to go deep, take them. But I don't really care too much about that. I want slow, methodical drives and just tough, kind of Big Ten football. You're a Big Ten guy. Like, that's what I want. I I want this to be, look, we are tougher. We are more physical than you. Yes, we have playmakers. And, yeah, there's going to be some broken tackles and whatever else. But I want curls like George Kittle six-yard curls against Patrick Queen. Like, that's what I want. Like, tough. Bring it. We're just marching down. Field goals are a great thing this game
2: yeah mm, mm, mm. so let's talk about trying to utilize their strengths and making it a weakness right so their strengths linebackers especially in the run game right but how well their linebackers in the pass game and to me that could be a key to beating this team you get their linebackers back into some type of a pass coverage and then you allow, you allow your receivers or whoever those linebackers are covering to make the mistakes, which will later on probably open up the field, down the field, because I'm not going to throw it deep down the field with a a Kyle Hamilton back there and and, and those type of safeties. I just don't think that's the right thing to do, especially in cover two. Cover two, you can eat over the middle of the field, so why not abuse the middle of the field in cover two?
0: Yeah, they mix up some Tampa two where that Mike linebacker Ah, drops back. But not a lot. I only counted two different plays that they did that. They prefer uh, man cover one. Uh, cover three, cover two, uh, cover three zone, cover two, cover uh, two, two traditional zone. zone. So like yeah. those were the most charted uh, things that I saw, but yeah, they do mix it up and you do not know what they're doing before snap. Now that's the best thing about Brock Purdy. You're like, everybody wants to talk about like Purdy and his arm and stuff. Again, I, I think that they're missing the point. The thing that separates Brock Purdy from other quarterbacks in the NFL is how quickly he can diagnose what coverage he's seeing and his footwork. And so those are the two things for me that separate Brock Purdy. And if he can correctly diagnose what they're doing, Purdy's at his best. Oh, cover two, boom, out route, done. You know, or whatever. You don't want to do a quick out route to IU cover two. Not a cover two. That's a pick six.
2: (laughs) But no, but I get what you're saying. Like they they drop that cover three. You take that 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 safety that's up there covering that type of field. He's out of the play. You got a man on man type of situation. So yeah, you're going to get the man. It's exactly, exactly, Uh. exactly So, all right, offensively Now, as l- far as the run game You you really feel like the run game Is going to be a ground and pound yes. Three yards, you don't think there's going to be any explosives because They give up some explosives
0: Yeah, they, they like, those are happen But, like, you don't need them Like, that's not, like Understood. You just need methodic running And you have to keep those carries up If you're under 23 carries I don't think the 49ers win this game Like, you've got to run the football. We're not a one-dimensional team, and whenever the run games, even if it's just being respected, the play action, the boots, the jet sweeps, all of that is going to be honored, and that's going to open up the passing lanes. You've got to stay. You cannot be a one-dimensional team against this defense. They will eat your lunch.
2: I agree. I agree. They have a really strong defense. Now, flip side, okay, because the Niners – have another they have a really strong defense too, probably more of a balanced defense. They're not really like heavy on I would say you know what they're number one in? Turnovers, mother trucker. There right? They're they're number one in forcing turnovers. They're number one enforcing forcing fumbles. They're not forcing fumbles. They're number four, five enforcing fumbles, but they're number one in turnovers, but they're number one in interceptions, and I wanted to talk about that. Now, Lamar Jackson on the season has a, a, a number of interceptions, and he has 11 fumbles on the season as well. And the 49ers can somehow get pressure up the middle to disrupt those handoffs that Lamar Jackson tries to do and those those quarterback you know, you know, know, option plays that he does or whatever. Uh, this could be a problem for him. So how do the Niners come out and attack this I would say explosive offense with Lamar Jackson running the helm.
0: You know, the, the thing that makes Lamar unique is, you know, everyone wants to talk about his athletic ability or whatever else. I think he's the most patient quarterback in the NFL when pressure is in his face. I think that's what separates him. Like pressure's coming at him and he is just calm, cool, collected. And he's bobbing and weaving like a freaking 1950s boxer, but he's always looking downfield. I counted four, four separate pass plays against the Jacksonville Jaguars where he held the ball for five-plus seconds, completed all, all four of them. Like, that's just the first quarter. This dude will just – it's its not like Jalen Hurts where he gets scared and lowers his eyes. That's not what he does. And This isn't the old Lamar Jackson where it's one read, take off running. If you haven't watched him this year, that's not who he is. I'm not saying mm-hmm. there aren't plays that happen like that. He has no issues whatsoever with five-man pressure in his face. He'll literally grab a guard and, like, steer him back and forth while he's looking downfield and throw the ball. So – You've got to adapt your Jalen Hurts philosophy or your Kyler Murray philosophy. you got to hit this dude. And here's the difference. When Lamar Jackson's being hit, he will go straight backyard football. He will throw it against the grain. He will throw it as he's being pulled down. He'll do those things, and most of his turnovers come from those him trying to be Superman moments. So you got to force him to try to be Superman. Pressure's not enough because he'll stay back there all day. He don't care. He don't get tired. He's the energizer bunny. But whenever you get your hands on him, that is time you jump in front of those wide receivers. And if you saw the pick against Jacksonville, throwing across his body, scramble drill, pick—you know, very similar to what the Charvarius Ward pick six looked like—you're going to get those opportunities. You got to hit Kyler. The fumble, or sorry, you got to hit Lamar. The fumbles that you talked about, eleven fumbles—that is huge. And you see him; he's dangerous with the ball when contact is happening.
2: Correct. I agree. And. You know, <clears throat> I I this is not going to be a heavy, pressurized game. Don't get it twisted. The Niners will still try to bring pressure with four, maybe even three, drop one back, depending you on who's up You don't change your game plan. Absolutely not. I mean, the, the key is containing him. And, you know, when you're dealing with a mobile quarterback, I would, I would say if you had to grade the 49ers dealing with mobile quarterbacks in general in 2023, would it be A, B, C, D, or F?
0: I'm gonna go A minus. Uh Dobbs was probably the most difficult one we had. 48 motherfucking
2: freaking yards, bro. Like.
0: Uh, yeah, we played great. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Wright. Like, we've done very, very well against mobile quarterbacks to this point. That's always been the Achilles, Achilles heel Hill of this 49ers defense since 2017 through three coordinators now. But it, you got to give it to Wilkes. We're doing better against mobile quarterbacks than we ever have in the past.
2: That's a good point. And so I brought that up because I, I would say that Lamar Jackson is is in a different tier of mobility because of his innate ability to be able to run the ball read the end like what he's done he's been doing it like doing it doing it and he's been doing it well and he's been doing it consistently now he's dealt with injuries so that's why you see a lot of the changing and you got to give Lamar Jackson some credit man he's he he said he wanted to be quarterback. He said he could play quarterback and he's definitely progressed into a quarterback. Like you said, he's keeping his eyes up opposed to like taking his eyes down off the field. And so like if you don't find a way to contain him, he will run. He it's not him reverting back to who he was. You might not see a bunch of RPOs, but he will take off and run. And to me, like if the 49ers break containment, that's going to be a problem, right?
0: Yeah, now we're talking DFF You know, uh, Randy Gregory, two of the worst players when it comes to containment on our team that, you know, probably shouldn't be getting as much snaps as they should. But because of injuries, they're going to be looked to a lot more than we want to. Um, And so that that's my concern. And if I was, you know, how I would do it, if I was the Baltimore Ravens, I would motion finagle everything to get number five and number 45 on the same side. side, And I'd run zone read right there at both those guys because they both struggle with containment.
2: And then you'll have your other players overcompensating. And now you get back to the things that hurt the 49ers the most, which are your missed tackles and things like that, because they're just out of position. Like, right. Like they're just, they're just trying to make a play. Yeah. Like this is not going to be a cakewalk. I know a lot of people think that this game is going to be a blowout. Now, it can be but for either side it, it all comes down to which team is going to want this the most and go out there and execute with the the, the, the minimum amount of mistakes right and we're not just talking penalties we're talking mistakes turnovers things like that luckily the 49ers aren't high on turnovers so they pretty much take care of the ball yeah. that should be in favor of the 49ers but the ravens do turn the ball over and i i think the ravens offensively like lamar jackson is the man that's the guy to me that you have to take away like you have to contain and find a way to do it. you said hit him make him play make him throw the damn ball like that's it and i'm not talking about the quick accurate throws no you want him throwing the ball off schedule off timing on the on a run whatever he has to make fantastic throws in this game in order for make it difficult for him is what yep. I'm trying to say.
0: Because when Lamar's having fun and smiling and slapping the other players on the helmet and, you know, talking to the refs, it's just like, dude, you don't want to be around. Like, he can go Super Saiyan at any moment. But when Lamar Jackson's flustered, it shows on the silent tape. Like that's the thing that people don't understand. You can watch tape and the body language tells you so much about players. And Lamar is one of my favorites because of how animated and fun and just, he's such a great dude, but you can see whenever he's pissed off, whenever he's tight and rigid. And if you can get him at that moment where he's not having fun on Christmas night on the road, that's what you got to do. You just got to keep hitting this dude. Just keep, don't let them get comfortable. Don't let them have fun. No fun for you. No fun.
2: Uh, we got a couple of questions, John. I wanted to get to uh, Nigel says, which receiver do you need to worry about John? And I'm curious to know John says zero. Uh, and One I the agree. worst Wide receiving
0: cores like Odell Beckham's good. And he's kind of made his route tree better and he's more consistent. He's always heard. He's always banged up Rashard Bateman. I don't think it's starting caliber. He can run go routes. That's it. Zay flowers is going to be a great wide receiver. But man, his routes, his route tree is just give him the ball and let them have fun because yeah. it's just there's no timing to what he's doing now. I think Zay Flowers will be. But the, really, uh, the Ravens, they they're they prioritize running backs and tight ends more than anybody. And that's not anything new. They switch coordinators. That's just who they are. But then they got their coordinator from the University of Georgia. They throw it to the uh, tight end more than anybody.
2: Yeah, so, so Isaiah likely is the guy. Like yeah, You make the,
0: the wide receivers beat you. 49ers will have a heyday
2: right and so if you want to worry about anybody like if there's a if there's a threat as far as targeting like you want to target in this game it has to be the tight end and the niners just give up explosive plays to tight ends i think they feel like tight ends are no if they're not george Kittle, we don't care no they need to care i'm tired of tight ends catching 20 yard 30 yard 40 yard passes and getting touchdowns even though they've only given up two touchdowns to tight ends pat Fryermouth mouth and, and Kobe parkinson but at the end of the day Like, don't even let this kid get off because that will keep the chains moving. I can see that being his target. I'd rather them give up these little quick throws underneath routes to these wide receivers and make the freaking tackle. Like, just make the tackle. That's it. So, wide receiver, none. But Isaiah Likely, for sure, you definitely want to keep a word on him. Trevor says, any word on Jawan Jennings' concussion protocol?
0: Nothing yet. Uh, that's just a timing issue, and as they advance through it, you get more and more information. But you know, the one thing that we can say is it's good news. It's good news we play Monday night, but still nothing.
2: Yeah, still nothing. <laughs> Nigel says that darn tight end university. Yeah, man, <laughs> that's where they go and break bread, man. We got a super chat contribution from Michael Pickle in the man. building man. with the phone. out
0: me. Him and his wife are just the best, man. I'm Great mad people.
2: I wasn't there. Sucks for me. Uh, Merry Christmas, faithful. Uh, let's go, Niners, and then cheers, Mike. Thank you so much. Happy holidays to you and your family as well. Uh, we truly we appreciate go. you over here. All right, uh, John, I want to talk about this before we jump off here because John, you are amazing. Mm. So we got Debo Samuel returning kickoffs, and yesterday in practice, we got Brandon Ayuk returning punts. Now, we all knew what we saw. Wasn't great from Ronnie Bell. And do you think Kyle Shanahan is going to make that executive change if Brandon Ayuk did exactly what Debo Samuel did and said, Give me the damn ball? Like, that's pretty much what happened.
0: Well, I mean, we were at training camp together and Ayuk was back there returning punts too. Like, you usually have four to five. So, when you're going through, like, as a coach, you always start practice off with special teams individual, right? And so. Some players don't have roles because you've got your guys that are on kickoff, kickoff return, punt block, punt return, extra point, whatever else. you got guys that have nowhere to go. And guys like CMC or Debo or whatever else. And so IU's been back there all year fielding punts. He's fielded punts for us in the past. He's got nowhere else to go during that time. A lot of times they'll just play catch with the quarterbacks or whatever else. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's the backup punt returner anyway and has been for the past month. I I don't see Kyle Shanahan switching it. I, that's not really who he is. I think Rook. it's gonna stay with the rookie. I personally am fine just fair catching everything. I don't even need a return. <laughs> don't need it. Just fair catch it, baby. All day. I don't even care. Don't put nobody back there. <laughs> I, scares the, I scares the crap out of me every time he's back I mean Snyder has his to- fault. It's not his fault. I just no. get scared.
2: No, everybody does. We, I, I get scared too. Like, don't people think I don't get scared because it's Ronnie Bell? Hey, no! It's a, this is the worst position on the team. Period. Like special teams, we, yeah. had, we, <clears throat> excuse me, we have to have the worst special teams, and we have to have had that record for the past decade. It's just bad. Oh, like it's terrible, man. If we could just get that one explosive player once. It would make me change my mind. We had him, and we let him go. I thought Deshaun Jameson, who I ended up using in that number 22 picture that I put out there that was supposed to be Jeremy McNichols, but it was definitely Deshaun Jameson. If we still had him, we might have a shot at being better on special teams as far as the return game, but
0: nah. It's what it is. It is. Wayne. And I see Corey asking me my score prediction. I don't want to jump the Wayne's gotta ask me. I don't want to get in trouble.
2: Right. Score Corey. predictions is on their way. Um, but
0: I, I don't want to mess up.
2: <laughs> no, nah, it's it's not even that. Like the game plan I thought was spot on, man. John, on a scale of one to ten, how tough is this game for the 49ers?
0: I'd say eight point six. Damn, Gina. This is a tough game, man. This, I mean, they're damn good. This, The Ravens are worthy of Super Bowl champions this year. Like, they're worthy of that. I'm not saying they're going to do it. They They are. They are. I'm telling you right now, like, they have a claim for playing the best in the NFL right now. Like, they have a claim for that. I don't think that they are. But if I was the Ravens and I was a Ravens fan, you watch that tape and it's just like, man, they're the better team most of the time. They're really, really good and consistent.
2: John. You said 8.6. You might as well just said 9. I think this is definitely going to be the toughest game of the season. I know we've said that periodically throughout the season. Damn it, when we get to a tough game, obviously it's the toughest game. While are we at that point? Then we get past it, we get past it, we, we get to it next. Oh, this is the tough. That's just common sense. It's kind of like how it works. Let's, we're going to do some score predictions, John. Um, I'm ready. Uh, You don't have to have any logic behind it. I just want to hear... What John Chapman has to say. What is his score prediction? And let's see if he can get, if he's close to me.
0: I think that this game is going to, we've been wanting that back and forth kind of like, can they grind it out type of game. I'm telling you right now, I want field goals. Not I'd prefer touchdowns always, but any points are good points. I'm going 23 21. And I want to say 23 20. I want to say 23 20. Yes,
2: that sounds good. 23 yeah. 20. I like that. I like that. What you're going to find funny because my score Uh-oh. is 24 21, game winning field goal. Can you uh, guess the kicker?
0: Yeah, it's going to be our kicker.
2: Over right. It's going to be Jake Moody. I'll
0: take that. I'll take oh, that. you
2: god dang right. Jake I'll Moody. Take that on Game-winning field goal, he's going to take that Cleveland Browns game and shove it right up your candy asses because that's what – I promise you that's how it's going to go down, bro.
0: Man, I hope so. And he's doing it against one of the other best kickers, you know, in his NFL. Probably he's his good. idol,
2: right? Like probably the guy – Well, like, he did go want... to the University of
0: Texas, so I get it. Sorry, I took a turn there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Always a Texas reference somehow on this show. I, I don't you, know how well, we you get
0: Michigan into my, into my Texas prediction. But uh anyway, the one thing we have in common, Wade 49ers over everything. It's so everything. I, I would love that. I would love that.
2: Oh man. I, can you imagine the faithful? If this score was tied up and Brock Purdy drives in down the field with seven seconds left on the clock and Kyle Shanahan has to call his last time out, and then they call the timeout to ice him. Oh, shit. oh,
0: it's happening. I mean, he's being iced. The TV iced him that one time. You they did,
2: that? yo. I do, John. Can you imagine the faithful on Christmas night? Well, and that would solve
0: like everything moving forward, too. Like. It, it would just be this huge weight off your shoulders, his shoulders, the team's shoulders, everybody. It would just be a collective, just ah, you know what I mean? Like we're good, we can move past this now. And so, man, I would sign me up, man. Where do I sign up for that? I, I'm, I'm, I'm going for your prediction over my prediction. I like yours. either way.
2: It's going to be a you got a three point game just like us. So we're still, we're still kind of close. We got a couple more contributions here. Go the foghorn for them. We got Ramilia Sports Report in the building. His Rams are hot. Uh Purdy gets paid in two years. Niners will lose players. Trent will be older. Debo or Ayuk gone. Levi hosts Super Bowl in 2026. Then Sofi at 27. Young Rams, rising already. Rams poised to win those Super Bowls, John.
0: Okay. Yeah, sure. Your quarterback's how old? You still have a Akella Witherspoon he, he starting never, on defense. He Your never mentioned primary. once
2: Matthew Stafford right. getting older in those yeah. years. Yeah. Oh,
0: we good? Enjoy it, though. I'm glad that you won and are barely above 500. This is huge for you. And so enjoy that. And I appreciate you, Ramalia.
2: Coco Puffs. Coco <laughs> Puff. Singular. Uh, 42 to 20. 49 is win. Listen, it could be a blowout. And I'm I'm I will be ecstatic if it's a blowout in the 49ers favor. Don't get it twisted. If the 49ers blow out pause the, the, the Ravens, I mean they might as well just give the 49ers the Super Bowl. Like that, if you like,
0: make them behind yeah. and oh. they have to just throw the ball, they're not built for that. Jeff 49ers aren't either though. Oh my
2: god. Oh my 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 god. I, I promise you on the man string. I kept saying, if they got to play from behind, it's game over. Not That's what happened.
0: That. Not Bill for That's that.
2: That's how your blowout happens. So the Niners got to do their job. They got to execute. They got to play fast. They got to play furious. They got to be aggressive. This is going to be the most aggressive game. I'm telling you. Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen, Drake Greenlaw, Fred Warner. Do you what? Or four,
0: four of the top six linebackers of the NFL? Please. Four of top
2: eight, probably top eight. Please, it's about to be. Exp- Where my bomb at? Explosive. Y'all heard that, man? Happy holidays out of there, John. You ready to take us home, man? Shout out to everybody that's tuning in. Listen, we probably won't be back until Tuesday. Cause I'm t- enjoy your happy holidays. Enjoy Christmas. Enjoy getting ready for. For Monday Night Football. I'll tell you what, if we win, I'm going live. I'm I'm going live. I'm going live. I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to go live and get to Santa Claus. We're going live. We're going live.
0: Dude, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I'll say this. I really appreciate you guys. You know, I'm struggling. No doubt about it. But uh, we are here. We are going strong. And the Niners are going to get this freaking dub against one of the best teams in the NFL. And I'm excited about it. You guys are the best. And as always, stay strong,
2: faithful. Let's end on this Brandon IU. Ooh, Christmas night. I guess the number one seed in the conference. This battle between these two number ones. I mean, even as a even as a player. I mean, I mean, fans are geeked up for it, but as a player, you gotta be ant for sure. For sure, it's gonna be a it's a good gift for everybody in the football world on Christmas. So we're excited as well too. Sippin' gold bar whiskey on the rocks. And a 24 karat gold on a watch. My 7 1 Chevy beat, tippin' non stop. Soundin' like Trick Williams on the block. So you know we can't stop, we be bangin' through your speaker. Wayne Breezy on the filter in the bleachers. You can tune into my show and I'm a teacher. Wayne Breezy, the phone I preacher.
0: When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down, you can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays, I like teasers, and take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw quick carries a one time rollover can't find that anywhere else just use promo code 49ers 49ERS or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now that's promo code 49ers so try my money uh, money bag uh, you basically roll the dice and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary Extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl Um, Lots of fun options there So bet anything, anytime, anywhere And I do mean anywhere Wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS And let's go, let's make some money together